Recording in progress. It is 7.04, and if Stephanie, we can get a roll call, please. Um, Commissioner Dillard. Here. Commissioner Gathawa. Here. Uh, Commissioner Johnson. Here. Commissioner Krebs. Here. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Merritt. Here. Commissioner Nobis. Let me just make sure. Um, and Commissioner Simmons. Here. Thank you. Um, next, we're going to go to the reading of the Native American land acknowledgement. I'll get to read it. We meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homelands of Native American nations to whom we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Meskwaki, and Sauk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous peoples here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that dispossessed indigenous peoples of their homelands was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work towards equity, restoration, and reparations. Thank you, um, Commissioner Merritt. Um, next, we're gonna move on to agenda item number three, approval of meeting minutes. Um, can I get a motion for approval? So moved. I second. Okay, it's been properly moved and seconded to, to approve the meeting minutes uh, from July 20th, August 1st, August 2nd, and August 3rd. All those in favor say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? Aye. Thank you. Next, we're going to move to public comment of items not on the agenda. Um, if there's anyone online that would like to speak at this time about anything not on the agenda. Okay, if there's anyone in the room, and I'm going to just move on. Um, next, we're going to go to agenda item number five, which is introductions. I'd like to first start off and say welcome to our newest uh, member, Chad Simmons, um, Commissioner Simmons. Uh, we um, are excited to have new members. Thank you so much for being here. Um, if you'd like to give us an introduction to yourself, feel free to do so right now. I, I really would just like to say that I'm, I'm so honored to be a part of this group. I've uh, watched some of the work that you all have done. And um, I know that uh, uh, it is tough, um, but uh, the focus of doing what is good for the community is important. And so those who are brave enough to do that should be honored. Um, it is uh, my intention to, to do what I can to add value um, to the uh, mission of the commission and to um, the, the mission and the purpose of what you all are trying to um, achieve individually and collectively. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Um, if any other commissioners would like to introduce themselves, you can do that as well right now. I can start since I'm next to Chad. Chad, although we'd before I'd told him my name, Wangui, and I've been here since April uh, 2021, and it's still, I still feel humbled that I'm doing this work and working with the, my communities in Iowa City. I'll leave it there for now. 
Uh, this is Commissioner Johnson. Uh, I just wanted to welcome you as well. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your life to step up uh, and do something that might, might, might not be the easiest thing on the face of the earth, but it's a necessary uh, thing that we need to step up for, especially for those of us who live here in the community and care about our community. It's very brave and honorable for you to do so, and uh, I hope that we can work to the best of our ability in making things move forward as smooth and as fast as possible and the right way. So thank you for your time. Thank you. Uh, this is Commissioner Merritt. Um, it's kind of nice now to have uh, someone with less <laughs> history out here than, than I, because Marie and I were here um, starting in October. but. I know uh, you've been in the community, you know Iowa City, you know the area, and I'm elated to have you on the commission and the contribution that you can provide to us, so, yeah. Thank you. It's nice to have um, some new folks on here and new perspectives. Uh, we've all been through a lot, so <laughs> it's nice to have uh, folks that, um, might have some uh, zest, you know, for this job because, yeah, it has been a lot. It's very nice to meet you. Thank you. Commissioner Krebs, did you want to say anything? Sure. Welcome to the commission. I look forward to working with you. I've been in the Iowa City community for like 25 years. It's been a long time. Um, and, and, uh, working with whoever needs assistance. So um, looking forward to making some action happen. Welcome to the to the team. Thank you all. And again, um, my name is uh, Chastity Dillard and I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I'm the chair and um, Commissioner Mayor is the vice chair and we'd love to sit down with you at some point if you want some more information about what we're what we've been planning on doing. Um, if everyone's okay, I'm going to move on to the next agenda item, which is actually I'm going to skip number six because um, it's going to be led by um, our, our facilitator V, but um, they're not here until 8 p.m., so we'll wait until they um, um, get here. Next, I'm going to move on to um, number seven, agenda item con training continuation from August 1st through 3rd. Um, I put this on there um, just in case any of our facilitators had some things that they wanted to run through. I know that was a thing that we had maybe talked about. I'll look to either, I think I saw Larry on line um, or whoever, if there's anything that you all would like to say during this time, otherwise we can move on. And I think he just left or, or no, she put him. Hey folks, can you all hear me okay? Yes. Stephanie, can we turn it up just a little bit? No, I did try and I'm not sure. Okay, thank I you. I can yell. <laughs> I think we can still hear you. It's it's fine if you if okay. you have anything. Yeah, no, I um I'm happy to be with you all primarily listening tonight. Um, but I'm sure that uh if there are things that you felt uh, really still need to be covered as it relates to training to help you all, you know, as you launch into the, the active public part of this work, you know, certainly we'd be happy to 
do our best to, to provide some of that additional training, whether virtually or uh, in person on our next uh, visit. Um, I know that there were modules that uh, Dave Ragland and uh, Melinda Salazar from ThinkPeace weren't able to uh, squeeze in from the training we did in August. And so I haven't uh, heard from them in terms of when they would like to uh, present that, but that's uh, forthcoming. Uh, so there were a couple items on the agenda that, that weren't covered just in the interest of time. Um, but other than that, I think we're standing by for further uh, guidance from you all in terms of how we can serve you in a training role. Okay, thank you so much. Um, Annie, did you have anything? I don't really, <clears throat> I don't really have anything to give you, but I, I feel like we, we got to hear a lot, and I, you know, if you had time and and listed questions you still have or what you're thinking about, um, I don't know if you're going to be doing that, when you're going to be doing that, mm -hmm. um, so questions or takeaways or wonderings, but I don't know. You're a better judge of how you want to use your time. Thank you. Anyway. Um, that's a great question. And um, just so you know, Chad, I also had um, Stephanie um, put the videos of the training into some bite size um, to smaller segments um, that I can help distribute. So that if you wanted to watch what we um, the training that we went through the first week of August to make it a little bit easier. But if there's any questions or thoughts about the training, I think now would be the time to talk about it from commissioners. And if not, I will go well, ahead. The one thing I will say, I did watch uh, training three. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I appreciate the, the passion and I really appreciate the openness. Um, and so tough discussions are, are called tough for a reason. And so uh, again, I think it was handled well. Thank you. Um, well, if there's nothing else, um, we can certainly come back if we need to, but I'm going to move on and I'm not seeing anyone online that is not a facilitator. Is that correct, Stephanie? Yes. So I'm going to move past asking, oh, asking for public comments um, and move on to agenda item number eight. Um, it, which is the facilitator work plan for phase one. We have reserved this as a time for us to talk about anything um, as far as the work plan. Um, again, our facilitators, is there any updates or any thoughts that you all would like to fill us in on this or we can move on to the next agenda item? Um, this is Commissioner Mayor. Um, I think at, at one time we talked about um, well, looking at the future and seeing as commissioners, you know, how much time um, do we see to dedicate to this and um, maybe certain areas that we have more experience than others. And I, this is one of the things I'm thinking about is like, uh, at least mine for a work plan, trying to get me more focus on, um, at least with my strengths. And I'm assuming this is the kind of thing we're talking about with these work plans is and sort of grouping our areas of effort. Um, is that correct? Am I thinking that I think correctly? So, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and also, um, as far as our own individual like strengths, like you're saying, I, I'm thinking they're going to be teased out more once we get to the strate strategic doing session. And that session, and um, V will be able to explain that further, is going to be an opportunity for us to really decide what um, activities we're going to be doing. Um, 
And so uh, I definitely look forward to that. Um, we can talk a little bit more about that as soon as um, they are here. Um, is there anyone else that had anything that they wanted to talk about as far as the facilitator work plan or um, what we're doing in phase one as of right now? Uh, this is Commissioner Johnson. I uh, just wanted to make a quick one about the shirts and uh, our symbol. That's actually in the plan right now and uh, being worked on by the same guy who got the first uh, copies ready. Uh, I would assume that he should be ready by next week. We have another meeting next week, yes. correct? Yes. Yeah, I believe by next week he should definitely have uh, some better uh, visuals and then from there we can go on about which ones we want to decide from. He's got a few different, uh, a few different copies we can check out. So just, just a heads up on that. Great. Um, and we might have to circle back on that one when we talk about the budget as well. Um, if there's nothing else in this um, agenda, I'm going to move that we go to the next agenda item number nine. Everyone good with that? So agenda item number nine is commission bylaws. Um, this is um, something that I um, talked with Stephanie that was actually created in 2020, but was never ratified by the city council. Um, since we have new members and um, it's possible, um, you know, if we get new members in the future, um, I think it'd be good for us, best practice for us to have bylaws. Um, when I read through it, it looked pretty good to me, but I wanted to bring it here today just to see what everyone else thinks. Um, and um, since I'm assuming not everyone has had time to read through it, we can go ahead and uh, read through it over the next week and talk about it at our next meeting. We can't respond now? We can, absolutely, oh. absolutely. I'd like to uh, talk about Article 4, Section A. It says the commission shall consist of nine members appointed by vote of the city council who are representative of the city's BIPOC communities and organizations, including those who have direct lived experience with systematic racism, as well as experts who support those communities. So, <laughs> just thought I'd bring that up. Um, yes, it is in there. Um, it was created beforehand. I would agree with that. I mean, when we, if we put this forth, um, city council has to ratify it. So we can always put what we want out there and they can send it back to us. But if this is what we collectively agree, um, it should look like, um, that's in this, in the bylaws, that's what, what it can stay in there. We can um, discuss on um, wording it differently or taking it out or um, keeping it in. Any other thoughts on that one? Just to clarify, that language actually comes from the resolution mm -hmm. um, from September 2020 that council passed that created the TRC. And these, the bylaws that you have are ones that staff drafted. Okay. So, you know, so feel free to... So the, so by these, want, but that language is exactly cut mm -hmm. and paste from the resolution. So it would be in your opinion that since this is from the resolution, there should be nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, is that it, it's cut and paste from the resolution. Okay. So that wasn't something that somebody just added or, mm -hmm. or created or summarized. That's, that's a cut and paste. Okay. Thank you for that clarification, Stephanie. Um, this is a question, Mary, and I have a question for Stephanie. Um, do some of the other commissions with the city, um, they have 
bylaws, I'm assuming, and how does Every boarding commission should have bylaws. Uh, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, the so, ad hoc commissions don't usually, but, you know. Okay. So. And I was just kind of wondering, is language also kind of consistent with some of the other city commission bylaws, or? These are, I mean, basically, we, we took um, examples of other boards and commissions, so where things are not explicit to the resolution, um, for example, the attendance policy, things like that, those were drawn from other examples from other city boards and commissions. Okay. But when, when you see anything that specifically um, relates to the TRC in terms of responsibilities, duties, et cetera, that, that was pulled from the resolution. Do you have something to say, Commissioner? No, I'm fine. So we can suggest changes to this? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you okay. have changes now, you can, or we so can. So I, I would just say, as well as experts who support these communities, also with lived experience. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, can you, I'll uh, make sure I get that correct on, on there afterwards. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can add that. Okay. Thank you. So you said it's not yet ratified? Nope. Oh, no. When is it going to be? I'm, I'm not asking. I guess I'm wondering when it shall be ratified because I'm wondering what are the implications right now because it's not ratified. And Cur I'm wondering. I'm not asking anybody. It's like a free-for-all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, currently yeah. you don't have bylaws. But the process would be if a majority of TRC members would, you know, approve of the bylaws, then it goes to a council rules committee. And then from there, you know, they can make changes, edits, et cetera, send it back down to the TRC. But um, if that doesn't happen, let's just say the rules um, committee approves the bylaws as submitted, then it, then it would go directly to a council agenda to be approved by them. So that's, that's the process it would take. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think my next thing, when do we want to start the process of ratifying? Or do we even want to, or do we want to leave things as they are? And what would be the implications? And really, I'm also part of this question. I'm not really throwing it at anybody, the responsibility. My reasoning for bringing this up is I think it would help us govern things um, a, a lot better, easier. Uh, moving forward, um, there would be no arbitrary decisions. We could look at the bylaws and really make decisions based off of that. Um, and as Stephanie said, every other commission does have bylaws. Um, this doesn't have to, I don't think this will hinder anything. It would be a simple yes or no from city council if they approve it or not. We're just um, suggesting it either at our next meeting or the next meeting after that if we approve that we want to send it forward. Is that correct, Stephanie? Yeah, you, if you approve them, then it would go to the rules committee and then they would convene. Mm -hmm. Then after they convene and if they approve, then it would go straight to a council agenda for their um, okay. mm -hmm. consideration. Yes. As we all know, um, this commission was ad hoc and only supposed to last a year and a half and we are well beyond that. So as we continue to get new members, um, it, it's just good practice, I believe. So that's why I wanted to bring this up. Maybe we can be a movement towards not being ad hoc and yeah. being a commission, like full-blown commission, you know? Get yes. Nice. <laughs> and then we'll have to maybe put in some uh, 
term dates. I don't know. Mm -hmm. People can only be on here for a certain amount of time. We've all been on here. <laughs> Some of us have been here for a while. Yes. Um, so I don't know if that's something that we want to consider. Maybe there is a section that says if this commission should turn from ad hoc, term limits would be a certain. Yeah, I'm curious what other uh, commission term limits are, like the Human Rights Commission, for instance, do they have term limits? Yeah, um, most, I would say, are three to four. The library board may be a little longer. I, I can't say. Three to four years? Correct, sorry, yes, okay. three to four years. But, but I think because these have this word ad hoc, I think if the Truth and Reconciliation Commission became a permanent city commission, then the, there would be bylaws for that commission. I but don't think these would transfer over. It'd have to be different. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. But yeah, most are three to four years. Are there any other um, thoughts? Thank you, Commissioner Dillard, for bringing them. It's timely right now. Of yeah, course. thank you. Yeah, thank you. So in your opinion, how close are we to achieving the objective of the commission? Of the objective of the commission? Um, what, we're to, what we're supposed to be doing, like our... Just getting started. Based yeah. on the, the bylaws we have in place, yeah, or well, the bylaws we want to have in place, mm -hmm. I'm just curious. I've the concept is, is that there is a need for work. There is a possibility, maybe, of becoming the permanent, not ad hoc. Mm -hmm. So from a permanent um, perspective, how close do you think we are to completing the work of the commission? It's in my opinion that we're just getting started. Um, yeah. We have these contracts with our facilitators for the amount of time, but I think we've all collectively agreed that this um, commission and the work is going to be needed to be done much longer than what what we are what we have been tasked to do. We have gotten our our um, we have been extended for the commission to the end of December 2024. The extensions happened at least, has it been twice or three times since I've been on the commission? Um, we just, um, especially with the facilitators, I will say we've all talked about how this is going to be ongoing work. Let me change the, the mm -hmm. question. I think what I heard Stephanie say is, is that if, there were, if, if we were to be a permanent mm -hmm. uh, commission, then, that, then the bylaws would in essence be different. Yes. And the work, there may be the possibility of the work to be able to continue, but in <laughs> essence, the rules are different between being ad hoc versus being permanent. Yes. And, uh, so, what I was saying was, is if, if the commission became, becomes permanent, it's very well you could adopt the, the same bylaws, but because it says ad hoc, these would not simply be transferred over just because the commission becomes permanent. But it doesn't mean it would change much of what you're looking at right now. So in essence, you're saying if we chose to keep them, if we became permanent, we'd just have to do the same process as Correct. submitting them Correct. to yeah. the city council. Yeah. Okay. So the work is on the continuum, mm -hmm. and it's work that needs to be done, that the um, ad hoc, in essence, um, exists until December of 2024. Right now. But the work may continue past that, right? Yes. So I'm trying to better understand the difference between as we choose to stay ad hoc versus as we choose to become permanent. Mm -hmm. From an ad hoc perspective, how close are we to completing the work as an ad hoc organization or commission versus the overall work that needs to be done total? Um, 
other people can speak up. I, well, everything that we've answer. been tested, you have an answer? Okay. I, I have no idea based upon <laughs> everything that's happened. Um, you know, this was supposed to be like a one-year thing or something like that at, at one point, right? So there's been a lot of extensions uh, due to the fact that this commission has had very little support. Now that we actually have, um, you know, facilitators that are supposed to do the job of what a TRC is tasked to do, um, I would imagine, like, you know, if we're going to do the things just that the facilitators have planned for us a year, you know, um, but that's just going to scratch the surface, in my opinion, uh, just based upon, like, what, like, I've seen and heard uh, throughout my time on this commission and also from, like, what I know as an Indigenous person and, like, an expert in this realm of, um, you know, uh, uh, getting racial justice. So, um, like... I don't know. I mean, the, the, like this is something that could take, you know, in my opinion, years um, because I've seen these things go on uh, other commissions and they have taken years. Uh, I would hope that maybe we could do something in a like a, a shorter period possibly. But I, I don't think that this particular issue is ever going to be laid to rest, uh, you know. Um, so we could keep it ad hoc, which is fine with me, like because uh, we are doing something specific like a specific project, um, and then uh, that's fine. Uh, just I guess it depends on what the community wants moving forward. I really think that's the question to answer. What does the community want moving forward? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, when they're going through this process, like we might found, find that there's a lot more people that, you know, need this work to continue, or we maybe we're fine with just, you know, uh, the finite nature of working with the facilitators. So I, I guess there's no real answer to that from my opinion. We're still just getting started, basically. So I would <laughs> ask us to really, just to consider. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know, multiple centuries of systems have been created and it will take time, in essence, for us to be able to get someplace. We, I think, would acknowledge that it's really more about the journey than it is the destination. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I think we would also acknowledge that in essence for the journey that will take place, that we at least have to determine the direction that we're going and then the work that in essence needs to be done which gets to us having the uh, consultants with us. But I just would ask is that there possibly could be a difference between the work we do as an ad hoc committee versus the longer journey of the work that needs to be done as a possible commission. And if, if there is truly the belief that there is a longer journey that a commission needs to do, that we, in essence, make sure that by December 2024 that we bring that issue up so that it is addressed and it is not continuously put on as this is a temporary thing that will eventually somehow get resolved or not get resolved. Yeah, that, that exact sentiment has been brought up before in some of our meetings. And so um, you hit the nail on the head. Like, uh, I think most of us have had that same thought and uh, we have discussed that in the past. And <clears throat> unfortunately, it takes actually getting into the work to make that decision. So, you know, we haven't been able to do that until now. Um, so I think all of us here are uh, ecstatic that we can actually start um, talking with our community and finding out like what the needs actually are. 
I personally stand by this should be a permanent thing uh, because we have a lot of work to do, as we already have said time and again. Uh, th this, this isn't something that I feel like should go anywhere. There's always going to be truth. There's always going to be reconciliation. There's always going to be a need for somebody to have a voice in order to or have a platform for a voice to be heard. That's my own personal belief. It's always been that way since when I first started way back. So, so our job as ad hoc, you know, through working with these facilitators, one of our recommendations might be this needs to be permanent. Mm -hmm. I would strongly recommend we, we spend some time doing that because there are resources that we need. And what I hear is we had the responsibility to do the work without the resources. Mm -hmm. There are parties that are going to have to figure out where to come up with the resources yep. to do this long-term, to go take the long-term journey, or it's just for show. And what I would respectfully say is, is that when the, the council passes on things to a commission, it's a way of saying we will give it to the community to help figure out and come back to us with recommendations. And though I do not believe it's their personal intention, but I think the unintended outcome of that is they ultimately said we did what we were supposed to do. The community has it. They don't know what to do with it. And there's nothing that we can do more about it. And I don't believe that we should allow our beloved city council to be able to be put off the hook. I think that the staff if there is going to be long-term work, which I believe that there is going to be, like I said, if multiple centuries of doing, creating systems to put us in this situation, I would assume it's multiple centuries of us getting out of this situation, that we should think about how do we position ourselves so when the budget is being prepared that we are being thought of based on the work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Happy uh, to have th that sentiment. Thank you so much. Yeah, just a comment. Uh, we've always used the word recommendations, but I've looked at the draft again, and uh, in Article 3, our charges, the three charges, I see fact-finding. Again, of course, we know this, truth-telling, reconciliation. So... And I'm thinking at the end of it, we will have a document. But now I look and wonder where would the recommendations fit in. But again, this is just, yeah. So, and it's tying in with what Chad is saying. Go get, talk to the community, bring back. But yeah, I, I really don't see recommendations spelled out. In the bylaws? In charge three, in our three charges. Fact-finding, truth-telling, reconciliation. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you, Stephanie, would you be able to help us um, put that wording in there? Well, I'm thinking you, you can probably just reference back to the resolution because the resolution <laughs> yes. is much more detailed than what the bylaws are going to represent. So, okay. so you can just put language that says as stated in resolution. Which is can't think of the full number exchange right now, but I, I think that would work um, in terms of referencing back to that resolution so that everything that's contained in that is a part of the bylaws. But, but we can have this on the agenda for the next meeting. Yes. And 
any kind of edits or suggestions, this is the time to start marking it up, whatever else, and try to go towards a final document that's ready to submit to mm -hmm. the so. So um, Stephanie, as over the next week, if anyone else has further edits, they can send it to you, is, and then we can bring it back um, and just see if we collectively agree. If we are ready to make a, a vote to move on, we can, or we can bring it back the next meeting, if that's okay with everyone. And actually, if you look at um, Article 2, Section A, it says as stated in I'm sorry, Steph, can you, two. I don't think we can hear you. I, I, I don't know. It seems like some of the microphones are working really well and that others are not, so I will talk louder. Okay. But if you look at Article 2, Purpose, Section A, it says as stated in Resolution 20-228. And so that language could be carried down to the charges okay. and, and added there so that that's the reference point that the bylaws are referring to. Thank you. Okay. Well, if there's no other talk about the bylaws, and I still don't think there's anyone online that is not on our facilitation team. Well, I think there might be one person. Uh-huh. Do you want me to promote somebody? Oh, no, not. I'm just going to open it up to public comment. Um, if there's anyone online that would like to give comment, public comment, on what we were just talking about, or anyone in uh, the, the community in the room with us that would like to talk, please come up to the front. Okay, we're gonna move on to agenda item number 10, which is the budget for phase one. Um, this budget is our own budget that um, uh, we have been asked to put together. Um, worked with Redmond and Stephanie and uh, Jeff Ruin from the city to put a draft budget together. Wanted to bring it to everyone here to see what our thoughts were and if there's anything missing. It's in the packet. It is in here, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's double printed, so. Oh, it's double printed. Yeah. Oh, it's on the last page. Or double-sided. So this is the budget outside of the facilitators? Yes, this is would be our budget. Any extra things? When did you put this together? Um, I mean, Stephanie and, and Jeff and, and Redmond put it together for me just in the last week no. or so. Oh, okay. Like, I, that's what I was wondering. So this is since we had that conversation mm -hmm. where we're like, where's the money? Okay. <laughs> and so these are um, estimates. Um, I don't know if our, our staff members have any thoughts on, on this um, that you'd like to chime in on, but if anyone on the commission thinks there's anything missing or you, the number is too big or too small, now's the time. Um, I was told um, I was uh, told by um, the city manager that any request over 10,000 definitely would be sent to, this, to the city council. Um, I think we need more money for special event promotion. I, I'm, I make tons of t-shirts for my organization and um, that's, that's not a lot of money for something like this, like banners, promotional items, like that should easily be like 5,000. Okay. Um, and then for meetings, um, well, good thing we'll never have to pay for a space, right? Uh, because <laughs> hopefully we can get them free through the city. Um, but I mean, I know $500 like doesn't go very far when you're trying to feed folks. Uh, I like uh, have been 
uh, putting together community meetings for uh, many years and will tell you that that's like, you know, an easy thousand dollars to feed, you know. Um, More than a couple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So How much just just saying. How much would you suggest raising it or? I mean, so a lot of the stuff that we're going to have there will go into under special event promotion, right? So like the promotional items, posters, banners, things like that, shirts, right? Uh, so, I mean, I don't know what kind of rental fees you would imagine. Um, I guess it really depends on what we're doing, but hopefully we can get away without having to rent things. Um, I mean... I mean, it, I would say it would be an easy ten thousand uh, dollars. I mean, that's and that's like cheap. And that's like that's cheap. Like that's. I mean, I guess it just depends on like what we're doing. So I don't know. That's. Um, the food itself could be like a thousand dollars. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. And, and just a point of clarification: uh, this is phase one. So this is this is a budget to take us to October. We oh. officially started uh, August first. So keep keep that in mind when you're when you're looking at what you're yeah, so need. I was so we could increase this to like a thousand dollars a meeting and just put it down to like you know three or four meetings. I was not aware that this is. I thought this was for the entire project, so that changes things. Okay. <laughs> um. So you were saying you would like to add a thousand dollars to where? Per meeting, because um, we have ten meetings at five hundred dollars, right? So I would I would move it down to like three to four meetings at a thousand dollars a meeting, if this is till October. Because I mean I I can't imagine we're going to be. I mean until October we won't really be doing the the big meetings until, a li like a little after. Maybe. Yeah. So I mean we d we might not even have to have any budgets in here for meetings at this point then. Mm -hmm. Well, essentially you can you can have a phase one budget, and if that's under. The ten thousand dollar mark that the city manager said, you can you can present that, and then at phase two, present another budget okay. that, if it's under ten thousand dollars, then you may not have to go to council. Okay. The, some of the things I'm thinking about right now is like, there's certain like, one-time um, expenses that we're gonna have. If we want to have um, a booth, the kind of things that we need to do a booth mm -hmm. that's going to once we have it then we can use it for everything things. so like there's certain startup things that we need to kind of think about financially that it's just like a, like I said, it's a one-time thing then we're going to have it you know to use so um and this is where certain things i don't know how much it would cost for us to have the thing for like the booth if we set up you know those kind of things you're talking about like the promotional items like um table runners the banners or the tablecloths yeah. mm -hmm. those or you know a pop-up booth you know because you know, it's art fest or something you know mm -hmm. those kind of things that um that we'll use yes throughout the year i'm sorry i just want to make sure i this is clear are we talking about a budget that's for a month when we say october are we talking about october 2023 yeah yeah. yeah, we're talking this year, October. So just for clarification, the facilitation contract that everyone's been referencing, it's break, broke up into two um, parts. It's, a, it's a, actually a seven-month seven, seven month, um, contract. Um, 
first phase is three months, second phase is, is, is four months. And so in between that, there's a check-in uh, with city council and basically you get the thumbs up to keep on going um, uh, based on certain benchmarks being met and those kind of things. So um, we're really talking about, we just started August 1st uh, with the activities that uh, the, the facilitators came in and started the training process. Um, and so the check-in is gonna be in either late October or early November, um, and then we'll likely get the okay to move forward with the, the, the remaining phases, or the remaining phase, there's only one more phase. And so at that point, you could essentially represent uh, a budget for phase two at that, at that same check-in moment, and if, there, if it's over $10,000, which it may be, um, then the council can accept that budget as well as give the thumbs up to con keep continue with the work and, uh, and then we can wrap up after that seven month process. At the end of that process, there'll be some, a report and uh, I think it's everyone's assumptions that there will be recommendations in that report and I think from that report, uh, there could be the case built on having the commission be more of a full-time based on achieving those recommendations. And then, like you said, there's the, the, the traditional budget um, process that the city goes through for every everything that it goes through, uh, every service that it delivers, that it could be then uh, considered in that process. Uh, but uh, for now, the only thing that the city council has approved is the 400000 and and some some change uh, for the facilitation um, contracts. And this is the additional dollar amount that this is for would be phase the phase yes. part of phase one minus the facilitation. Right. So the facilitation has already been approved. This would be above that, and the city manager has basically said he has authority to to uh, approve ten thousand and below. Um, anything above that. Uh, he he uh, will take it to city council to get approval, and um, that would be uh, dollars that the commission will have uh, direct control over. I have a quick question. So, um, so you're, I know you're saying anything that's over 10000 has to go to the council for approval. So let's just say that this is the one that we want to send to the council because it's over 10000 what kind of timeline would we be able to get an answer back? I don't have the councils. Uh, basically, it would be on the next city council meeting, and I'm not sure what that date is. Why don't we keep it under 10,000? I mean, because like, we only have till October. It's kind of funny, right? Like, what are we going to do in that amount of time? So why don't we just keep it under 10,000 so we don't have to do the waiting game, which always like screws us over, as we, as we know. Um, this is why this has taken so long for us to get here because we're not going to need any special meetings right now because we're not even set up to do them. The whole point is to be working with the facilitators and making our plan moving forward, right? So we have meetings already. We have the strategic um, doing meeting, um, which it's under the, our facilitators contract to cover a majority of that. But isn't that our meeting? It, it's no, that one we're inviting the entire, we're inviting people, key people in the community. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so we have one meeting, mm -hmm. right? But I'm just saying, like, so we have one meeting. Um, and then, I mean, who who really has time? Like, I mean, we have miscellaneous pilot programs. Like, I have a pilot program I'd like to try out. But, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be ready to be, like, 
to be like done and over by October, right? So like maybe we don't need all that in there right now. So um, yes, I, I would agree, but also, so the miscellaneous pilot program, whatever comes from the strategic doing, this will help whatever dollars, those the three or four projects we choose from that would need to come from this budget is what I'm assuming um, between now and October. So oh. like we couldn't wait till after October then to decide like what that would do, I, I guess, do you know what I, I'm trying to say? Like, we could I, just I guess I think I, I know what you're saying. So it's, it's possible, right? Whatever those things are could fit into a phase two budget. When is the strategic doing meeting again? Uh, it's the first weekend. It's uh, September 7th, which is a Thursday um, from 5 to 8, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. And then Saturday, September 9th from yeah, 10 she to had 12. Two days. Yeah. Yeah. Redmond, do you, um, what date in October? Oh, so okay. I think we're, go we're basically going on the council's ability to meet and when the work is or, or when the facilitators feel like they're at a good phase one completion. So there's some flexibility there. I was just counting the months. So if we started August 1st, that would take us into October, giving the whole month of October the first council meeting usually is around the first week of November. So that's kind of the timeline. So I, I would say we could we could definitely cut down on community marketing because we don't need all that right now. Um, on the special meetings, we don't need all that right now. Uh, and the contingency and the miscellaneous pilot programs. Um, you want contingency for sure. And yeah, I'm just saying we could cut down on it. Like, you know what I mean? Because like till the end of October and then... Um, you know, if we could keep it under, because I, I feel like um, if we're going to have to something over 10,000, it's going to take a long time for that to get approved. And then like, then, I mean, we're, it's already middle of, it's like almost the end of August. I mean, like, wh how do we, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that. So. No, I would agree. I don't, I, I don't want to have to send it in front of the city council if we can get what we need right now um, as soon as possible. Okay. So instead of looking at this and say, okay, $10,000, mm -hmm. how are we gonna split the $10,000? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I, mean, I think that... Um, we have the ability to move the so money around once it's in the budget. If we're, That's a question. If yes. we're just doing one so special we, meeting, we probably don't need 5,000, we could cut a big chunk out there. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to be having 10 meetings by the end of October. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Can we? Right. So that's a significant chunk that we could remove. I mean, if we have one meeting, we could say, you know, $1,000. That cuts 4000 right there. Exactly. If we, um, but we could, if we can move things around um, afterwards, as you just asked, and there's, let's say there's four categories minus the contingency, can we just say 2500 for each? Um and then just say that's our phase one budget? That's certainly in your purview. That's what I would recommend, considering we have the ability to move the money. Yeah. And then, or and cut everything by half. It would end up being 9,000 and maybe 350. And then we can move the money around. Mm -hmm. We'll have just slightly under 10. Or I just want to get started. I mean, I yeah. know Cliff does. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really right now want to go to the city council for now. Not because, it, it, yeah, we've been there and it takes more time. And we really, right now, we, we may not 
be needing more than 10 until yeah. the end of October. I'm agreeing with you. So let me shut up. So we're not going to have 10 meetings, but we I think we already have I, I thought there were at least four that were like in line of what we're talking about for the next couple months. So I thought there was at least four. There are, yes, there is at least one in October and one in November that's planned. We need to um, solidify those dates. Um, and those are supposed to be some of our first um, hearings. But we, we really won't know at all the meetings that we're going to plan until after the strategic doing meeting. But another thing is, is um, we could set forth this initial budget, and if we need more or we feel like we're, we're get, cutting it close, we can move things around or ask for more. So to get things started, and it is 10,000 and less, not like 9,999 and less. Just right. making sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can I make a motion? Yeah. So uh, uh, to cut the budget down to $10,000. Um, I'm not really sure how to make that motion. What would be a good way to um, phrase that motion, Stephanie? Um, I don't remember who said it, but somebody said to um, to parse up twenty five hundred between the four different categories. Okay. If I understood that correctly, mm -hmm. I, you get the same result. But I but I think um, however you want to make the motion is fine. Do you want me to make it? Can I make the motion? Yeah. Okay. I um, move that we uh, go ahead for our phase one budget and um, parse up um, the budget in four different ways um, f between $10,000. So that'd be $2,500 for um, special meeting, community marketing, special event promotion, and miscellaneous pilot programs. Wait. Um, one, two, three, four. Oh, what about contingency? That doesn't matter. I mean, we don't have to have that in there. Okay, good. Because we can, we can move things around. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So that uh, is I second that. If there is there any other discussion on this? Okay, it's been properly moved and seconded to um, parse up phase one into four different categories in the amount of twenty five hundred. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Anyone opposed? Aye. I think you're okay. <laughs> I to the the yes, correct. <laughs> I think so. Okay, so mo motion passes um, eight zero. Excuse me, seven zero. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, the next, um, and then I'm going to just open up to public comments online or in the room for our last agenda item on our budget. Now I'm moving forward to um, correspondence, which is agenda item number 11. And I don't believe there has been any correspondence in a while. So. Um, uh, we still have one last session, which is uh, strategic doing. We're just, if you all are okay, I'm just gonna wait until V gets here. That'll give us maybe a five minute break. Unless there's anything else we need to jump back to. I just have a question. Um, for our associate uh, city manager. When does the budget process start? I'm sorry, excuse me. When does the budget process start? Oh, um, that's a the good question. I think it kind of starts now. We're starting the very beginning process of a lot of that's internally. Um, departments start coming together 
uh, and meeting with the city manager around November, December. And then uh, it starts becoming public in January where uh, the city manager's uh, office presents uh, its first um, recommendation, which is typically the first blush of what the budget's going to be looking like. And then the council kind of deliberates over that. It has to then be uh, formalized and sent to the state by, Mar uh, by the end of March. You're talking about the budget for the, the next city. fiscal year. For the for the city, for the, yes, for the next yep. fiscal year. The fiscal year starts uh, in July 1st and ends right. June 30. So yeah. this 10000 it's already? No, it wasn't for that. It was for the You're actual talking about the future? To, we're trying to figure out the process. For example, mm -hmm. yeah. um, if we're trying to do anything, let's say, for 2024, mm -hmm. and our our um, charter or our um, we, we are we can go into December of 2024, but the budget is set in March, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. With all recommendations given um, probably by January or February, the fiscal year that we will then want to have the decision made, we will only be able to operate with the budget that is given us at that and, time. And our, and our fiscal years are, are July and not, it's not January to December, it's July to June. July. Yeah, so they so. will make the decision probably again in January or February of 2024 about the money. So as we start thinking about our commission, whatever we want to be able to move forward, we want, we want to consider, yep. again, if the past, the issue has been having the, the appropriate resources, time, talent, and treasure, then we want to make sure that we're on board when it comes specifically to the treasure so that we can when we make the ask, we're making the ask at the right time. Redmond, I have another. I have a question. The like the original money that was from the the resolution, that you know the million dollars that the facilitator part was part of that. Um, has the city talked about what they wanted to do with the rest of the money? Has any of that been earmarked for other things yet? No, no, it hasn't. So um, the the fund. It's a it's a fun it, Black Lives Matter. That's the million dollars. So the only thing that's been spent out of that is the 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 money for the facilitation. So okay. so that million dollars would be deducted by four hundred thousand, right. whatever twenty, whatever it is. Yeah. Outside of that, nothing else has been spent, and uh, there's no intention to spend anything out of that um, until until this process is, is finished. So even even your budget, I I don't believe it's the city manager's attention to to even take that out of out of that fund. Um, no, but I was just thinking okay. about things that we might want to do for the, the, the TRC and their our focus in the future and talking about the budget kind of things, we potentially could if the activity is consistent with what the the resolution said the money is for, if it falls under that umbrella, that potentially could be asked for the city whether we could tap into that for whatever thing we have in Yeah, mind. Okay. certainly can be requested, absolutely. Okay. Do you want to do a break? We can do a break, yes. Annie, do you have any idea um, if V is on their way? I think she is nearly on her way, on their way, but 
Do you have any idea how much time that might be? Can we do our announcements? Can we do announcements now? Okay. Yeah, let's move to, to announcements. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can wait for yeah, I guess. one GUI. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can start. Mm -hmm. well, no, I feel like we can't comment on the announcements. Yeah. You have an announcement, don't you? No. Oh, <laughs> I just want to get out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to be efficient. Uh, I, I mean, still have five in the room, so you can go ahead and do the announcements. <laughs> if anyone has an announcement, I don't have anything right now. Cliff, uh, you got to have something. Oh, I have one. I have one. Um, I want the community to, to know that they should be looking forward to the first Indigenous People's Day event um, hosted by the city this year in Iowa City. Oh, that's exciting. When? Uh, whenever Columbus Day is. <laughs> <It's> oh. <laughs> it Got counters it. that. Got it. Uh, oh, sorry. I should. That's okay to tell the date, right? Yeah, that's fine. okay. And it, I, I just didn't mean to respond. Okay. The, the um, <clears throat> and I think that's a really big deal. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I really appreciate uh, the recreation division uh, for reaching out to Great Plains Action Society uh, to help make that happen. And um, so, I mean, I can't say for sure if this is, you know, I mean, we don't know exactly how it's all going to pan out, but we're really excited. And uh, in fact, I don't even know if any other city uh, or county uh, or the state, well, I know the state itself hasn't, um, county or, or city has done something like this in Iowa. So this might be a first. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. The date is October 9th. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sakawas. Does anyone else have any announcements? I have a small one. Um, so uh, I, you might have noticed I was a little tardy this evening. Uh, that was primarily because I had to pick up uh, my aunt. I think she's behind me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Cheryl, we call her Sherry. So I uh, just wanted to welcome. She's visiting from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, and uh, we'll be uh, enjoying Iowa City for at least a week or so. Welcome. Welcome. Yay. Did, did your aunt bring Welcome. the heat, or did she leave it with, with <laughs> yeah. it within the state? <laughs> I'm trying to think it was just love, and she just missed her nephew, but I kind of think the heat had something to do with it. Well, if she didn't, as long as she didn't bring the heat. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, my, my, my mom is in, is in, in, in Phoenix, and... I asked her not to bring the heat <laughs> <laughs> of love at a hundred and there you go. Yeah, it's gonna be a hundred this weekend. So. Are we on break where we can't respond? Or are we on break or on announcements? We're in announcements right now. Do you have announcement, Lungui? No, I don't. I just wanted to respond to her and Phoenix. Yeah, it's fine. I, no, I teach no, for Grand Canyon. So when you mentioned Phoenix, I, my radar went up. So sometimes I go on the ground to the city of Phoenix. So uh, February. Would it be yeah, better? And I'm looking to go for the next graduation when our next batch is graduating.
that this is a place that I'm not from Kenya, I'm from New York originally, and I think this, uh, this governor, uh, she put in a state of emergency because this is the longest irony in her triple degrees thing in over 110 years. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, I operate on their time and weather, even when I'm in Iowa. Yeah. Welcome to Iowa City. Iowa City. Yeah. If we're in Iowa City, right? Yes, welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. I, and odd thing is, when I told her what I, I had a meeting this evening and I said that I wanted to meet the, or I had the Truth and Reconciliation, she was like, I want to go to that. So <laughs> she signed up for it. So. <laughs> we need to give us that energy to other people here. <laughs> Your nephew, he's doing so well, especially when he gives us all the money we ask for. <laughs> <laughs> Just say. This is a public pressure that you can put on them. <laughs> that's low, that's low. <laughs> I just wanted $10 more. That's $10. Good and that's all I had. Do you want to take a break then to cut so the So Annie's going to give us a quick update. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. Quick update. Four more minutes. V will be here. And it's a presentation that, that they, would, they want to do tonight because it's kind of preparatory. Okay. So she, they asked for four more minutes. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Um, I do have one thing. Um, I would, is, is it okay to talk about this? Huh? I don't know what you're going to do. I wanted to talk about, um, in preparation, since uh, V is going to be here in four minutes. Oh, for the strategic doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. One of the things that we need to think about is the strategic doing um, workshop is going to be the 7th and the 9th. And this is supposed to be, um, we're supposed to be strategically um, inviting people from the community. So we need to think of who we want to invite. Um, I have talked to Stephanie and we can give names to her and she can specifically invite people. Um, we can either come up with a list tonight or we can come back next week with that list and it can and people can be invited within that week. That'll give us, I believe, a, a two-week window because um, as much as we want to be a part of this, we also need the community to be a part of this. So I um, just wanted to put on everyone's radar. What's the time frame on the ninth again? It's a morning. It's uh, ten to twelve. Ten to twelve. Ten to twelve. Here to go. Do you have a question? Um, I have a conflict Just commenting. on the seven. Hold up, Marie. Okay. I'm sorry, Maria. We can't oh, hear you. Sorry. Say it one more time. You have to yell. I'm sorry. I don't know what is going on with the the volume. I've tried oh. to turn it up. That's okay. I can yell. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay, I have a conflict on the seventh. I'll actually have class. What you said? You said it's like at five. Mm -hmm. Five to eight, right? It's four. It might be five to nine. Five to nine, on the seventh. So, is it okay if I come late? Um, I yes. have class until six forty-five. I mean, I think it's okay. We'll we'll definitely make sure. We'll find out. We definitely need you there. So. Is that September? September 7th. 7th to and 9th? It technically is our, our first. It's our first meeting. Yeah, I'm out of town on a conference. Yeah, and this is the first I've heard of it. So I, yeah, but I can't, I'm not even able to change because it's scheduled a year 
ahead of time. Are we going to have uh, any meetings before that? Because isn't there a Thursday before? So we have a, a Thursday meeting next week. Oh, I won't be here. I'll be in Costa Rica. Yeah. I know oh, in Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm going to be. V, so. um, welcome. Yeah. I'll let you breathe. But whenever you're ready, you can come um, join us. But so, so sorry. My question was okay. So good. So next week, then you guys will work out the details of what we're doing on the seventh. So I think what's important to note, just because I won't be here, is like let's make sure we figure out the best way to reach out to the community. Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't know if we have the ability yet to make a Facebook page or if we go through the city. The city um, said that we cannot make a Facebook Okay, so can we go through the city then and advertise the event? Okay, great. Just as long as we can advertise it. We have a page. And that all commissioners, like, you know, really do their best to get it out into their communities. I just want to say that because I won't be here. Um, a full disclosure, on the 9th, I have a show too. I just... Uh, God is telling me to skip the show and stick with this, but that is also a rough day for me because uh, when I have shows, it is busy, and I am the main person that runs everything. But uh, so Wait, you said the ninth. That we that's on the ninth. Yeah, the um, ninth, I, that's been booked for a long time, but it is what it is. I'll do what I got. Can do. I ask a quick question, V? I know that you and Angie have committed to these dates. Is there any flexibility in that at all? Um, you know, I, we were trying to kind of work with the three-month schedule, mm -hmm. and so we want to give, you know, enough time to, you know, do some of the stuff and kind of get started. So that's why we were trying to pick early September. Um, I just wanted to say, because you were talking about the 9th, so the Thursday evening session is from 5 to 9. The Saturday, September 9th, is just from 10 to noon. And the, so the difference is um, the Thursday evening is four hours because we're going to be doing the whole strategic doing session. And then the Saturday is like if people couldn't make it but still wanted to be involved, they could plug into those Pathfinder projects that kind of get established on the Thursday night. And, and still encouraging people to attend Saturday morning. But it, we were trying to offer different times, different places for people to come. So if a commissioner can't make it, then on the 9th, like Cliff, that, that's not too that's bad? That's not a big deal. No. Nope. Okay. Technically, on Thursdays, my, my hours of work are usually right between 5 or 4, all the way up until 9. So even the last meetings that we had had to take off X amount of time. As long as this is something that we are going to make sure that we get done, I'm all about it. That's all. So yeah, I'll... I'll I, just, just making sure disclosures out you know, there. Like if the everybody wanted to switch the times, I would be all about it. But <laughs> if if this is something that needs to get done, I'm I'm not going nowhere. So. Yeah, we were trying to acknowledge that you know the the daytime schedule is hard for people too. So it, it's a toss up. You know, we even were talking. Uh, you know, kind of asking about is the Thursday night is Thursday a good night because you guys you all normally meet on that night. Are we taking up too much of that time? You know, so I just want to be sensitive to that. Are these set in stone? No, um, I guess is the answer to that. We were trying to, like I said, fit that three-month schedule um, to make sure there's enough padding on the backside of that. Um, but we, all we need are four hours and then two hours. <laughs> and we were just trying to fit that into kind of what we'd already done with the training. But, you know, lessons learned from the training, too. There may be some things we want to shift. So um, now is definitely the time to, to change that because what I'm going to go through tonight is basically like now we need to move forward on – this I would like to ask everybody is the are these times working well for everybody or not I'm just going to be late for them the Thursday but yeah it'll probably be similar to like an eating dinner 
So, you know, if you're a little bit late on the front end, that's probably not going to miss that much. So the, on Thursday, I, I wouldn't be able to be there till seven. Is there, um, is there, is, will this be something that I can review maybe, uh, of course being in person is the best, right? But if I, uh, I have class, so I can't skip class, but would there be like, I don't PowerPoint slides or things that I can reference to kind of make up for what I've missed in person? Yeah, I think that, you know, so the way that it kind of flows is, you know, we all kind of get together and start establishing the assets that we have. I talked about like, you know, social, physical, financial assets. So it's really about the people that are in the room at that particular moment. And then you kind of identify those projects that are going to move forward. So I think if you're probably there in the beginning and you're like, you know, engaged and wanting to do these, this work, it'll probably morph into about the two hour mark something along the lines of like, hey, these are the projects that we're thinking of. So hopefully you will at least get to that point. So you can just kind of, if you could make it on Saturday for the Pathfinder projects, you know, from that 10 to noon, then you could probably just, you know, dig right in. But I think the, the important part is to be a part of the creation, you know, of the ideation, I guess, of what those projects could be. And, and I think you would at least get to, the, to a good place with that for a couple hours. She'll be coming on the okay, tail perfect. end of it, Thank not you. the beginning. Did you say you were going to be there from five, be here from five to seven, or class from five to seven? Class five to she seven. She said she would start at seven. I'll roll in on the second, on the second part. On the second part, yeah. Okay, thank so you. So at that, seven. That so seven is to nine. Probably a little bit more challenging, but I think you could probably just plug in. You know, the the projects will start to like kind of morph at that point, but you may just find a project that you're like, I can help with this one if that's okay with you. And we can talk ahead of time, too, Marie. Maybe we can talk ahead of time, get you some ideas that you have, and then we can present it yeah. also for true. you in the first yeah. half. Yep. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I don't know. I think you were just getting in at the door when I shared. I have a conference that was scheduled a year ahead of time from sure. 7th all the way until 10th. So, yeah. On that day? Uh, that whole weekend. Oh, the seventh it's, through the tenth. Yeah, the, that weekend. It's always I'm always out of town. Okay. Yeah. So if you know, I, I'm happy to look relook at the schedule. You know, I want to make sure as many you know commissioners can be here as possible. Um, if we look at, I'm just pulling out my calendar right now. So um, the following week, the 14th and the 16th. Does that make and a Commissioner Nobis, I'm not trying to talk for her. I think she said she'll be in Costa Rica. No, that's when, next. when are you in Costa Rica? Oh, okay. Next, next week. Oh, okay, sorry. Or oh. the weekend, wait. Uh, next week, you said, right? Yeah, this is meeting on the 20, 24th. Yeah, I'll oh, be leaving on the okay. 23rd. Yeah, sorry, mm -hmm. I misheard. Yeah. 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 yeah, I won't be here. Okay. 14th and the 16th works for me. Okay. I can definitely I, do that without I'm issue. okay with you guys having a meeting on the 24th. We're actually talking about the strategic doing one on the 7th. Yeah, no, I'll be here for the 7th, yeah. Okay. okay. Would you also be available on the 14th? It sounds like maybe people... 14th and 16th? I think so. I don't know. I have to go home and look at my schedule. Yeah, so... Okay. But I will be here. So, so. I, I have class every Thursday okay. until 6.45. Sorry, you guys. Oh, that's okay. Got to get, get that education. 
Yeah, if I'm the only one, though, I mean, I don't want it to yeah. hold this up because of me. I would be happy to take extra time to sit with somebody or just roll in and, and roll with what's going on. I don't want to hold it up because of me, especially if you're trying to do a Thursday specifically. Oh, I, I got to get that money. So uh, that's <laughs> that's my work time. So I would definitely be okay with the 14th and the 16th. Um, and you would be here, um, Commissioner. Wayne. Yeah, I would be here. But at the same time, on seventh, if everybody is here, I don't want to hold us up. I would rather just play, getting as much as possible ahead of the time during our next week's meeting, and then catching up and doing as much as I'm able to. I think you know, one week probably isn't going to make much of a difference. To yeah. be honest, it's I think it's probably time. okay. I didn't want to get too far into mm -hmm. the month of September. Um, you, you know, we have probably our first presentation you know, coming at the end of October or something. Yeah, yeah I, so. I explained that to him. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we just want to make sure, and, and I think probably even at that point, it's like, you know, we have the projects, you're, you know, they're kicking off. I think that that's okay too. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to show progress and that, you know, things are moving along. And I talked about how uh, strategic doing, and Chad, I'm not sure if you're familiar, or Commissioner Simmons, with strategic doing, I feel like we've worked together on some of that. But you know how agile it can be. So it, it'll morph and change too as we move along. So um, I appreciate that if you guys would do the 14th and 16th, definitely. Yeah, I would also do so because I'm really trying to split myself between Atlanta and here. Yeah. And then I'm like, can we do it Zoom? But I'm like, I'm there. I'm attending that. So it's kind of, and I want to fully be yeah, it, here. I it want to it be would there. require in person. Yeah. I don't think this is something we can do hybrid, to be honest. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, uh, we'll okay. do the 14th and the 16th. Um, the only caveat I have is that I just need to run it by my co-facilitator, Angie Jordan. Um, I'm pretty sure she was open in September, but I'll just double check with her. Um, but that's fine. I don't think that that's an issue. Um, MV, you would keep the same time frames? Yeah, I think so. We definitely need those four hours. And I think I like the idea of everybody kind of working together on that Thursday night. And then if people can't attend, it's a weekend, it's during the day, and they can still get involved. Uh, that's really what the goal was, was to try and, you know, reach people at different times. How, how do you feel about attendance? Like, how do you feel about getting people here? You know, so the way I really think about strategic doing is it's not even sheer numbers. It's really about who are the doers. Um, so I'm really more concerned about the quality of the people that show up. And I, I don't mean, I'm not judging people's character, but I mean, you know, that people are like willing to engage and willing to give up assets so they don't have to ask permission to give up. You know, so it's, it's really about who is in the room. So having more time to get the word out that this is going to happen. But still, like the more from the community that come, the better. Of course. Right? Yeah, okay. I'm not trying to say that. I, I think that we want as many folks that are wanting to be engaged here as possible. So yeah, having a little bit more lead time another week is great. So again, how do you feel <laughs> about the numbers? Like, how do you, who, you know what I mean? Like, are, do you know people already that are interested and invested? Well, that actually, that's what I was hoping to work on a little bit tonight. Mm -hmm. So it's a great segue, unless other people have questions. <laughs> um, other people have questions about the logistics of it. Um, and, and Angie and I have a meeting with Stephanie and Redmond next week to kind of figure out, like, logistics of place and meals and all that kind of stuff. So if everybody feels good with those dates, we can kind of jump cool. into your next question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I'm hoping we don't use the the city link because for those people that are, I know that's the major challenge. Even our meetings, finding the meeting, navigating mm -hmm. to the link and to the information, 
it's a, a challenge yeah. to many people that I know. We so, have yeah. some marketing strategies, marketing, some distribution outreach strategies that I think will be just more robust. Mm -hmm. um, I'm certain we can do that with the city. We can use the city link, but it depends on how we get it out. Mm -hmm. So we have some ideas on that too that I'll share. Um, Stephanie, I don't know if you had the spreadsheet that I had emailed earlier this week. Sorry to put you on the spot. Hello, also, by the way. You mean to show it? Yeah, is that possible? Yeah, it will take, you can. Um, I'll just talk it. while you're doing that. So essentially, kind of to your question, when we had talked about doing strategic doing or getting the community involved, particularly when you're looking um, kind of throughout the process, there's certain sectors that we know that we that, that you all have talked about, I should say, not we. I keep using we, because that's what I, how I like to talk, but you all have talked about. And so what Angie and I did was kind of came up just with an initial spreadsheet that has very basic columns that are, you know, education, um, healthcare, uh, community leaders, of course, nonprofits. And these may apply, they may not apply, but we want to think broadly as to who is gonna be in the room. And uh, we could add, you know, business leaders, we could add, we could add columns. It's really just to kind of get our brains thinking about, you know, how broad this is gonna look. Um, and so what I was gonna just kind of start to walk through tonight was just really a brainstorming like session of, are there names that you can think of that we could plug in here? Um, who, who is missing, like what categories are missing, those kinds of things. So that's what I'll um, walk through in just a minute. Um, I think the next piece is just to kind of, well, uh, Stephanie is getting that ready. The next pieces are also outlining the outreach strategy. So we get this invite list, but you know we should look at um, a, potentially a press release, a draft email, an event flyer, social media exposure. Um, are there other spaces that the city already has? You know, utilizing those like IC updates and you know newsletters that they put out. Um, can we get something on there that will help as well? So what we're really looking at is making sure that we're being thoughtful about who we definitely want in the room and then inviting beyond that. Mm -hmm. So get those core people, those people that you know you want at the table that have been talking for three years about, you know, what are we gonna do, how are we gonna do it, have great ideas, you know, have access to a lot of capital or whatever it is. Um, those are the folks that we definitely want there. Um, the other thing that I wanted to confirm uh, tonight, if possible, is I had mentioned during the session, the primer session, that there's an opportunity to work with Marlene Mendoza of Mendoza Consulting to do an entirely Spanish version of strategic doing. The, the problem with strategic doing and having, and I've done it actually, is like the translation is it really, it, it does, not only does it take a while, but when you start breaking out into, into groups, um, it just end up people that normally, that, that speak um, a different language as their first language end up just getting together anyway, of course, because that's who they're comfortable with and it's easier. Um, but in order to spread that around, uh, which would be kind of a better opportunity there for folks to in be engaged with people across li um, different lines, um, we just feel like it would be better to do one entirely in Spanish. Um, of course, you know, we would love to do one in French. We would love to do one in Mandarin. You know, um, unfortunately, we don't have strategic doing practitioners uh, that speak those languages natively. Um, but that, I think that would be awesome if we could get more folks uh, to have that kind of training. So, but we do have uh, Marlene, and she is um, interested. We already reached out to her to see if she was, after I got the head nod from, you know, the last training session that you all would be interested um, and so she has said, you know, she would she would like to do that. So I can 
bring her the next time if you all want to explore that further. Um, and I can share some information via email too. I have a question. Yeah. Are you saying you're going, you would like to do a strategic doing specifically for um, a group of people where translation services are available or so it would be separate? No, it's a strategic doing session entirely in Spanish. So it's right. separate. It is but separate. It a... Okay. Yep. Um, it's, I don't even know. It could be concurrent, um, but I think it would be in a different room, a different space. Okay, gotcha. I feel like we should, I feel like we should have input from that group of folks if they want to be, I just, I guess I have concerns of them feeling like, um, like isolated. Um, I understand it would obviously take much longer and I totally uh, respect what you're saying. Um, I just wouldn't want them to feel like isolated, but they, you know, people may prefer it. Yeah. What I was trying to explain is that I think it, that last time what happened was that people felt isolated in the room because you have to break out into small groups. Oh, okay. Um, I think it is a it's a it's a way to um, engage just other parts of our community. Um, but I, I definitely I hear what you're saying. I mean, we you know kind of went back and forth about it. If that is the direction that you want to go, um, four hours turns into seven. You know, and it just it takes that you know it just takes longer. And Marlene um, does translation services, and so she could certainly or um, interpretation. Like even with simultaneous translation with the headsets. Um, I've not done that before, but maybe not. Yeah. I've, I've done that quite a bit at yeah. different conferences. And yeah. isn't there isn't there like apps and stuff that you can give your voice and then it will translate into whatever you need? Because I was thinking about that even for the Asian community as well. I feel like if we had something that just was on a screen and we verbalized it and then it popped right up on a screen, everybody could read it themselves mm -hmm. and it kind of hits everybody all at once and visually. Yeah. But I have an something. app on my phone that does that. That's, I, that's, totally, I, yeah, I have that. a friend who showed me that like the other day and that's what I was thinking about it, that's yeah, all. No, that, that is awesome. I am not familiar with that. If that is a direction that you all want to head, I, you know, I'm happy to support that. Um, well, I'm saying that is because if we're trying to make inclusion a thing, then we need to definitely look out for our Asian community and everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. I just feel like that would be I'm sure we can try and find translators down the road through the university and things like that. But in the meantime, like our first focus is um, the Spanish speaking community, right? And so, yeah. yeah. And so um, I think that uh, what, I like your idea. Firstly, like I think it's because you're empowering a group of people to be together and, and speak their first language. So I think that's great. Um, also, you know, I guess it wouldn't hurt to look into translation, like, you know, um, uh, what, what did I say earlier? Um, the headsets? Yeah, immediate oh, translation yeah, or um, um, what did I Simultaneous. Say? Simultaneous, yeah. thank you. I forgot what I said. Yeah. And, um, you know, if we have to have uh, a couple more during the breakout so that we can have people, you know, spread out in groups, then that's cool too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I would absolutely welcome more inclusive opportunities uh, for, for language. And the technology isn't complicated. Um, yeah. 
So I, I'm pretty sure the translator probably is aware of that, and you could ask them and see. If not, then I just I would just I think it's fine to also have um, what you had planned. Sure. Does yeah, we'll look into that. I'm just curious: does the city provide translation or interpretation or interpretation? I guess interpretation, like written material. No, oh, in person. In person, speaking? no. Okay. No. We've and then have, is ASL a factor here that we should consider? Uh, we certainly can, yeah. yeah. If we're going to um, expand, I, I mean, Arabic speaking, French, Swahili. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's definitely things we should think about as well. There's an app for that. Mm -hmm. Somebody said that once. There's <laughs> <laughs> an app for that. True. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I say we do it. Yeah. yeah, the headphones are really good, the ones... We, we don't even realize that we are not speaking the same language mm -hmm. because, yeah, they yeah, translate cool. for us. Yeah, That will definitely I, bring everybody together. Yeah, I mean, I think it might be an opportunity for, you know, the city to have, you know, those headsets because they're purchased here <laughs> for this reason. I don't have the, I don't have headsets, I'll say, for my, my organization. So that would be probably just something that would have to be purchased or resourced somehow. So yeah, and since we didn't factor interpreters and translators uh, as we we got the facilitator contract that on our end, in our budget, that is something we have to factor in because previous times mm -hmm. when we are having people who are just speaking Hispanic come to the TRC, they usually cater for that expense of the interpreter mm -hmm. or the tr written translation. Mm -hmm. So we have to factor this because it's also really part of the racial inequities yeah, in our absolutely. city. So yeah, that is something we should uh, factor in. Yeah. So and how can we somebody. make this happen though, I guess is the question. So that's a great question. I missed the budget session or talk discussion that happened prior. Is that is there an opportunity there to look at um, I believe so. I mean budget request. We did yeah. put together the budget. Um, it's um, we um, put 2,500 in four different categories, community marketing, special event promotion, miscellaneous pilot pro programs, and special meeting accommodations. Oh, so would that fit under special meeting accommodations? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, great. Okay. So potentially you already have budget for headsets. Is that what you were thinking? I mean, I, I don't know how, like, it's we're having one meeting? Cost. We're having yeah. one strategic doing meeting before the end of October? How many we have? Yeah, now? well, two, I guess, technically. Okay, so I have no idea how much it costs for simultaneous translation. I've never had to pay for that. I've, you, I've paid I, for other types, but never that. So I'm new to this, but do you, like, own the headset? Do you just buy the headset and then it's a program? No, usually they have equipment themselves. Like, usually they have the equipment. Oh, okay. It's borrowed. Okay. Has the city ever done this before? Not to my knowledge. Um, I, I know mean? when civic groups come in and stuff, there's equipment. I... I I mean, I've seen it done. Before. Who who does our tech, like all of our tech and everything, for the city? The communications department. Do you think the communications department would be able to set something up where they just have, like we have the screen going on right here, multiple different screens where it translates into their own uh, language, no matter who it is, and 
as we're speaking right here into the mic, it just kind of pops up and scrolls right on through because I was amazed by the app that I saw the other day. I forget the name of it, but uh, I'll get it. And I feel like that can be really helpful as well. Mm -hmm. I can check. That'd be great. Yeah, and in, in my in our conferences, the the we usually do it with Hispanics in Iowa. They they bring them to us. So I've never really bothered to even ask how they go about it. Yeah. Because for us we just for me, if I have somebody who's speaking another language that I don't understand, I I bring in the interpreter and the uh, and they get paid mm -hmm. by so yeah so that one or which is really good the headset yeah yeah but i know they are doable i'm curious too how that would work with small groups which one the headsets or the yeah this I, either I, any of it okay. i just i i want to make sure that like you know we're making it accessible throughout and so the process is that you know, you, you move into small groups like pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, this might be like overkill uh, considering that we might have 10 people in the room. So um, like having the meeting for folks that, you know, uh, are their first language is Spanish might be a better idea for the moment until we can figure out like a better way to do all this, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just in case, I mean, it's it's. For, I mean, I love that we want to do this. Just yeah. it may take some time to yeah. figure it out. Mm -hmm. It could be aspirational. I uh, I'll, I'll work with Stephanie and Redmond and see, you know, if what that could look like, how that could look, if they, if, you know, if Stephanie's already kind of experienced some of that. My only concern <laughs> is the small group aspect of it. Whenever mm -hmm. you know we've had translation services. I've seen when the small groups happen that then it just feels like isolation within a larger room because they're sitting with the translator, you know. Um, so mm -hmm. I don't think it has to be that way. I'm, I'm just saying that's my only concern. But I, I'm, I want to figure it out. Um, the other thing to consider, like I was saying, is uh, an ASL interpreter. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a device you can get now, which I've actually been considering buying for our own organization, that is like a screen and puts captions up, like puts the captions up for folks that need to read and can't understand ASL as well. So that's another um, option to consider. Uh, I mean, I know I'm making it difficult. I'm sorry, but um, if we're trying to make this accessible for folks, um, these are yeah. th these are things we always try to do with our with every meeting we have or you know, event. Yeah. I, it's great. We want to be as accessible as possible. So I appreciate. Um, these, uh, you know, options, and we'll definitely explore those. And I, I think ASL is, ASL is definitely something we should do. You know, I don't think that'll be a problem. ASL um, costs usually about eighty dollars an hour, and then I think often they, it's very tiring. So like, you know, if you're going to do something longer than an hour, they usually want to trade off. So. Um, okay. So two. Yeah, usually need two, but you'll you'll find that all when you there's um a couple of services in the state Lingua B, and then um, Iowa interpretation services. I think that's what they're something like that. Those are two great places to start. Plus, I have a spreadsheet of ASL interpreters I can send you. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, the here's the problem is there's been a shortage. I don't know what the problem is, but it's really hard to get ASL interpreters lately. 
So, but we might get lucky because we're here in Iowa City and the university probably has some students that might even want to, um, you know, volunteer mm -hmm. if, if they need to. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a great point. Thank you. Can I uh, offer a thought yeah. since a lot of this is actually driven by the commission, like these are invitations to the doers in the various communities that we maybe get a head count and find out what those language needs are and then we could basically can use the resources we need based on the people that we identify to mm -hmm. be, and because uh, this is a much smaller select group, mm -hmm. um, maybe something more big when we get into the larger community mm -hmm. might be uh, more appropriate to kind of take on that approach. Yeah, we are gonna um, require uh, registration, and so having that link, we could ask those questions you know, do you need uh, an ASL interpretation and have it trans, the page translated, translatable, you know, um, so that people could indicate if they need uh, other language services. We could do that, yeah. Yeah, I agree with Redmond though, like this is, we don't know what we need right now yeah, we don't. for this first but meeting, so let's just not, there. <laughs> but I love that we're having the conversation because yeah. we're preparing for like, you know, yeah. the proper way of doing this stuff moving forward. Yes, I would agree. I have another set of questions, so I'd like to just get a better understanding of how this may fit into the 2030 plan um, that was set up. How does this fit into the things that uh, the chamber was doing? Do you see there being any roadblocks or any things that they may, from a programming issue, that they may be doing something that that will be getting in the way of what we're trying to do or other things. You've, you've got a lot of research that you've already done mm -hmm. uh, around the community. How, how much of that will we be able to see and use? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, thank you. I, there are resources, there, there's a lot of research that has been done in the community in terms of, um, well, our work on the Inclusive Economic Development Plan specifically identified many roadblocks that you know um, business owners, people of color, immigrants have um, in the business world here locally. So certainly that information is uh, is here, and I can share that with you. Um, I think in terms of what potentially we could see in terms of synergy with 2030 or roadblocks, I, I think it will depend on the Pathfinder projects that come out. Um, and that kind of actually is a good segue into the invite list. So I think that really thinking deeply about who you want at the table and strategically about who you want at the table. So inviting those you know, community leaders, um, decision makers, people that you know, in this space, they have to be willing to give up some things to do the work. So if you get, you know, the president of Midwest One, <laughs> you know, that there may be some roadblocks that that person could remove or identify that many others could not. Um, so getting a real cross section, I guess is what I'm trying to say, of community members is advantageous uh, because some of those barriers and roadblocks may be addressed simply by the people that you have in the room who you are building those relationships with. So. That's a really great question and a way to think about the invite list. I, I'm glad you mentioned the 2030 plan um, because I had already set up a meeting uh, with Chastity uh, and Katie, the executive director of the